Welcome, I'm Sabine from Tower Wisdom, your podcast for soul growth and healing. You are a truly magnificent being and I'm bringing to you knowledge and insight from different healing modalities to help you to be a powerful, light-filled creator of your life. Hello, welcome. I'm very honored today to have another guest on my show. And today I'm talking with Eva Kyogu about Ayurveda. And Eva is an Ayurvedic nutrition lifestyle coach. And Eva and me go back a long time <laughs> into the business world. So I'm very excited about her journey and also my journey into the field of alternative healing. And I'm very excited about what Eva is going to tell us today about Ayurveda and how Ayurveda can help you to uh, be healthy, stay healthy, and live your fullest. So welcome on the show today, Eva. Thank you, Sabine. Nice to see you after so many years. <laughs> <laughs> we are connecting very soon because Eva is actually based in London, in the UK. Yes. So to get into the meat of things right away is, mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit more about what is actually Ayurveda? Ayurveda, um, Ayurveda uh, means the knowledge, uh, the science of life. Veda is, um, is knowledge and Ayur is basically the life. Uh, and Ayurveda goes back more than um, 5,000 years, um, generate, well, um, coming from India, and it's a holistic medical system that's been written down in the Vedas in those times. Um, and it's a very broad uh, study because it really looks at you as a human holistically. So it's not only the physical um, part of the body, but it's also the, the spiritual part. And uh, Ayurveda has many different ways um, to deal with these two being connected and, and making sure that you can live life healthy and, and the fullest. Um, so uh, Ayurveda, um, let me get started with Ayurveda as a, as a, as a healing uh, tool, basically, um, that uh, it believes that everything is connected to our digestion. So our digestion is basically uh, in the center of our health. Um, and uh, to get one person's digestion, you know, in a healthy, balanced state, we need to know how, what type they are. So in Ayurveda, there are uh, different body types. We call them doshas. And uh, they are based on the five elements, um, which is very similar to Chinese medicine to where, you know, you look into the elements uh, and each element uh, is present in everybody's uh, body. However, some of us have more of 
let's say fire, the others have more of earth. And according to that, um, we categorize them into the doshas, the body types. So for example, we have vata, which is the space and uh, air dosha. We have the pitta, which is the fire and the water together. And then we have the kapha, which is the water and earth. Uh, and then they have subdosha. So many people can be, you know, um, two doshas, like uh, a bit of vata pitta or, or can be uh, vata kapha. Or um, there are also three doshi, which who is a person who has all three doshas types very much similar uh, on that spectrum. Now, how do we find out one person's body type? Um, we have uh, in Ayurveda um, a questionnaire and they are different you know, uh, segments. So one basically focuses more on your physical appearance, let's say, um, you know, a drier, oily or combination skin, um, or the hair, is it drier, is it curly, is it more smooth, oily? Uh, the nails also, are they brittle or are they, you know, more um, oily or more pinkish? So these are, and the body build, you know, are you more thinner um, or, or you are more, you know, muscle on your, on your uh, body. Um, and these are, these appearances are the ones that you are born with. So these are the natural state basically that you've been given when you were born. And of course they can change. Uh, I'll talk about it a bit later. Um, and then the second part of the questionnaire is more about um, how you're feeling generally. Let's say, how is your sleep? Um, how is your bowel movement, for example? Um, how is your hydration? Um, and, and then there is another part which focuses more on your mind, how, you know, um, your, how, what kind of thoughts you have. Are you angry? Are you anxious? Are you stressed? Um, even what kind of dreams do you have? Um, they can help us actually find out somebody's doshas. Um, and that's your, basically the prakruti, we call it, which is, the prakruti is the one that you've been born with. Um, now, when someone comes to um, an Ayurvedic um, consultant, practitioner, a doctor, or a coach, um, with some current uh, concerns or issues, um, then what we do is we do a pulse diagnosis, um, tongue diagnosis. Um, so from the tongue, you can tell a lot of things about someone's digestion, for example, because you can See, for example, if there is a white coating over the tongue, um, that can be an indication of, of toxins in the body or ama, we call it in, um, in Ayurveda. Or let's say, uh, you know, uh, there are some teeth marks around the tongue uh, that can be some kind of indigestion. Um, so all these little things add up and help, help the practitioner actually 
find out the current state um, and which which um, dosha is in, out of balance, or you know, if you are out of balance, and and that's that's the state when we call it um, vikruti. So we have prakruti and vikruti, um, and the vikruti is the current situation. Um, so when someone has um, let's say, uh, you know, a lot of bloating, for example, I just want to give examples um, that someone comes with a lot of bloating and, and you know, uncomfortable feeling, a bit of um, pain in the stomach, um, also not sleeping well, um, very uh, feeling anxious. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, so then basically I take, we take the pause, you look at the tongue, and then all these little aspects uh, add together. And you can say, oh, well, probably that person has a vata imbalance because when vata is out of balance, usually there is a lot of bloating because vata is the air. So vata is the one that moves everything in the body. And if that's out of balance, then there is a kind of a, you know, a blockage somewhere because that vata can't circulate. Um, then uh, what we do is we do suggest, um, you know, uh, before suggesting any herbs um, as a medicine, because our medicines are herbs and spices, um, we have to look at, for example, you know, the tastes. So the digestion in Ayurveda is connected with taste, which is seven tastes, is the sweet, sweet, sour, salty, pungent, astringent, and bitter. Yeah. So each taste um, helps each dosha uh, to, uh, to remain in balance. Um, so, for example, if this vata person comes and, and we know that it, it, their vata is out of balance, we're going to suggest um, to, to take meals um, with um, the taste of sweet, salty and sour because those help the digestion of this vata person. So meaning taste, um, you know, for example, fruits, vegetables, uh, even meat, for example, chicken and turkey are considered to be sweet. Um, then the spices, the oils, the grains, uh, everything and the drinks, um, of course. And basically, uh, they go away with, with dietary um, suggestions. And of course, also lifestyle, lifestyle suggestions. So we do give a daily routine that it's 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 good for them to follow. Uh, for example, you know, in Ayurveda, uh, I'll just say, you know, what is a what is an ideal Ayurvedic day or a routine that is good for everyone. Um, of course, you can then add in and adjust, you know, certain herbs. Uh, according to your dosha, but for example, you know, waking up early uh, before sunset. I know it's difficult for many, <laughs> but uh, the reason being is because your um, 
even the days, the, the, the times of the day. So for example, um, the early morning um, is, is still Vata time. And then the morning towards uh, 12 o'clock is more Kapha time. Um, and then that's why in lunch, lunchtime is the Pitta and is the fire, which is the, the digestive fire is the strongest at that time. So that's why it's, it's uh, advisable to have the biggest meal of the day um, at, during lunch break, because then the digestion is much stronger than any other time of the day. So up, up on awakening, the first thing that uh, is really good to do, a glass of warm uh, water, not milk, water. Uh, you can add lemon or lime, but uh, it's completely fine. Just plain warm water. And then after that, um, brushing your teeth. In Ayurveda, we also do um, uh, tongue scraping. So uh, it's like a metal, um, kind of a U-shaped metal. And to scrape off all the, you know, the, the white um, coating, or just, if not white, anyway, just coating that, you know, has been accumulated during the evening on your tongue. Scrape it off and then wash your teeth. And then it's very advisable to, to start your day nice and slowly. So um, even a meditation, it doesn't have to be hours. Uh, it can be 10, 15 minutes even. And, and um, breathing exercise, which is pranayama, very helpful uh, to start off, you know, the... the the circulation and, and basically calming the mind and, and basically just preparing you for the day. And then uh, the lunch uh, should be something lighter, uh, but nourishing. Uh, and no, the breakfast, sorry, the breakfast should be light and nourishing. And then the lunch, should be the main meal of the day. And then before each meal uh, in Ayurveda, we recommend um, not to drink an hour before. The reason being is because the, the digestive system or the digestive fire as agony, we call it, is, how can I explain it? I'll explain it as it's like uh, the barbecue. Yeah, it's sizzling, it's, it's on fire. And now if you, if you pour, you know, a jug of water on the, on the, on the barbecue, it's gonna put off the fire, isn't it? So it's gonna be very difficult to put your sausage and, you know, or a chicken breast on the barbecue afterwards because it's not gonna cook it. And this way uh, is the same thing that happens in your digestive system that you, if you drink uh, too much water or any drink before or during the food um, uh, or during eating, um, then that will put off your digestive system. Also your digestive enzymes uh, can't be as strong, you know, to, to work on that meal 
that you send down there. And this way that food will be uncooked and it will be just staying there uh, and turn into mucus, turn into a toxin after a while. Uh, and then it's creating ama, which is in Ayurveda, the toxins. And if that builds up more and more and more, then um, the disease or the imbalance basically, you know, spreads out and then from the stomach, of course, then it goes to um, your intestines and then they sit there for a while. And if that's still not cleared out properly, then it starts spreading into the different tissues on the body. And then that's when, you know, you start feeling sluggish, unwell, um, and then, you know, whichever body part it sits there, that's, that's where the disease is gonna start growing and growing. Wow, that's super interesting. Sorry to interrupt you for a second because I'm just <laughs> amazed how many similarities there are with Chinese medicine concepts. Yeah. Like even yeah. like this idea that the digestion is at the core. Like, you know, because I think you studied one year also Chinese medicine fundamentals, like the Wu things that we have, the five element, the original model was that the earth, the spleen and stomach is at the core, is in the center actually of everything else. And then we have this, I'm just wondering if this concept that we have like dampness that also coming from the fire of the digestion, not being able to work properly, if this is the same concept that you have that creates like sort of toxins and disease later on. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. fascinating. So I was just thinking, what about then drinking, doing, so you said before is not ideal before um, lunch or eating, what about doing eating? Yeah, so during eating, it's also um, advisable that uh, if you drink, uh, that drink should be warm. So, um, you know, not ice cold drinks. Uh, those are a big no-no in Ayurveda. Mm -hmm. um, the reason why, because cold icy drinks create mucus. And, and that's, a, again, you know, it's a toxin in your body sitting there. Plus, um, you know, the warm, warm food and warm drinks do help the, digest the digestion itself. During the day, just small sips, um, that's fine. But, you know, don't take a can of Coke and chuck it down because that's not going to help uh, your digestion for sure. Uh, so small, you know, just sipping on small sips you know, of uh, warm water or warm tea, ginger tea. Ginger tea is very good before um, the meal because ginger gives a kick to the digestive fire um, and it also helps with digestion. So it's very good for people, for example, who, um, who you know, feel a bit of bloating or, or um, have some digestive problems, uh, a bit of ginger um, with a pinch of salt, or you can make a ginger tea uh, and have it before your meal. And then, and then yeah, I mean, food-wise even, um, the best foods are cooked foods that are, you know, easily digestible. Some of the doshas, um, 
for example, pizza types do well with salads, um, but it also depends, you know, the time of the year, because even time of the year is divided into vata, pizza, kapha. So for example, the pitta period is basically the summer, summertime when it's nice and warm. And, and uh, this is the time when actually it's good to have, you know, raw or, or colder foods as we speak, or even drinks, you know, um, let's say a nice uh, cold lassi, for example, with some mango uh, buttermilk is lassi is very nice and cooling but you know not overdoing it uh, uh, and of course this is great for the pitta types in pitta season um, whereas vata for example they have to be careful with the cold drinks and cold food because they have a lot of you know the airiness already which is already very cold in their body so to keep it in balance, you need to balance it out with the warmth with, of the food and the, and the drinks. Yeah, super interesting. It's very similar. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. We have in Chinese medicine, very similar advice. We are like cold drinks, no go. It's a no go. Yeah, cold food in summer only. Yeah. yeah. And even the elements is, I mean, you know, we have the same and actually in the UK, they have this uh, big movement of five element acupuncture, where they're really treating people also based on their elements. Yeah. And then very similar saying, you know, if you're a fire, which would be a pitta type, I assume yeah. the more fire, then it's okay to, you can eat a little bit more raw foods and um, colder things. But uh, if you're not that type, it's going to yeah. make it harder on your back. So, yeah, I think that's why it's important to know for um, for a person that which type they are, because then if you think about it, uh, and when I started studying uh, Ayurveda, um, I was even telling my professor, but this is common sense. It does make sense, isn't it? Because if it's winter, which is the Vata period of time, right, you you do feel cold and and naturally you would reach out for a warm tea rather than an icy cold you know beverage uh, so it's it there is a lot there is a lot in you know knowing your body and listening to your body because your body is telling you most of the time what it needs um even with the spices for example uh like i'm i'm a pita vata type so I used to love spicy food and I still do, but it's so not good for me. <laughs> I used to go for the spiciest curry. Um, and even back home in, you know, the Hungarian cooking has quite a lot of spicy uh, stuff in it. I would just go for it. And then I would be so unwell for days because, you know, I would have this redness on my face. Of course, your face is, or the skin is one of the, the best indicators when there is a imbalance in the digestive system. Um, and I would have rashes and, and I would have heartburn and I would feel so unwell. And when I you know, was studying, I was like, oh, yes, of course. But my body was telling me that time. But of course, I wouldn't listen. Plus, I was much younger. I would be like, yeah, whatever. 
I'll, I'll get on with it. <laughs> but I think now I'm more conscious and, and have to be more careful, you know, um, what you do. Yeah. So it is very, it is very good to know one's type because you can, you can easily uh, treat, you know, um, little, um, you know, uh, things that that actually uh, make you feel uncomfortable um, so it's really about the diet the spices um, and and yeah the daily routine just to really pamper yourself um, and going back to the acupuncture for example in ayurveda we have the marma therapy which the marma points are basically the same points as in Chinese medicine you use in the acupuncture. But uh, we don't, in, instead of using the needles, we just, you know, nicely, uh, it's like a pressure uh, points that you massage. You do acupressure. Uh, mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and is it all the same uh, points, like all the 300 something? points or I don't know see because I don't know the acupuncture points which they are yeah um, and probably the names are probably very different because it's in Sanskrit in Ayurveda yes um, but um, yeah just by looking at you know um, because I've seen some of the acupuncture points you know in those dolls <laughs> yes um, I think they they're more or less pretty much the same I, th I i would believe but yeah and what's the opinion in ayurveda do the types ever change or you, if you're born with this this is the type you are staying yeah so uh, that's why at the beginning i mentioned and I'm, i'm i'm happy that you brought it back so the the one type that you are born with and that's basically the genetical you know Uh, setting that you have is the prakruti however um, when there is a disease in the body uh, and this prakruti changes uh, what we want to make sure is that we bring back the patient to their prakruti yeah so for example um, someone who used to be really um, um, The body type used to be, you know, lighter, thinner. Um, uh, the skin used to be, you know, um, more drier. And that's how they were born. This is the given. Um, suddenly, you know, there is a big uh, weight gain. Um, And, and the skin is changing, starting to have a lot of rashes and, and all that. So that's the state we look into. And that's the Vikurti, which is the present type that they are. And that's probably a Kapha type, Kapha Pitta, um, which is very different from their, um, you know, uh, the one that they were born with, which was Vata. So yes, it can change and usually it's changing because of um, the disease itself. Um, so when we are treating someone, we look into the recruity, which is the present um, type they have. And many times it's the same as, as, you know, it depends 
how big that disease is and, and uh, what it has done to their body. Does it make sense? I hope. Yes, totally. And do you then, I think you mentioned that, do you try to bring them back to the original state? Because that's also in five element acupuncture, what people would try, even though the presentation at time is different, but they would try to bring people back to their innate element. Yes, because that's their healthiest being, let's say. Yes, yeah. That's when, you know, that's their natural healthy type or dosha. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. And I'm curious a bit more about the different types of treatment modalities within Ayurveda, because of course, we all also have ever maybe sometimes heard about Ayurveda massage, there is like, as you mentioned, herbs, there's this and that, what are sort of the main treatment modalities that somebody can expect when they go to an Ayurvedic um, coach consultant? Yeah, so basically, um, First, uh, we always try to give lifestyle, um, you know, little adjustments if they can. That means food, um, then prescribing uh, some herbs, um, Ayurvedic herbs, which can help them also with uh, any um, uh, disease they might have. And then um, there are some physical, um, physical other treatments. Um, you might have heard pancha karma, uh, which means the five pancha is five um, treatments. And these are treatments based on each dosha. So there is, um, there is a abhyanga, which is an oil massage with, with um, medicated oils um, that the, the patient is basically massaged all over the body. Um, then we have uh, purgation, for example. Um, then we have um, um, the intestine uh, cleaning, for example. Then we have abdominal um, massage. Um, uh, yeah, there are so many. <laughs> but the thing is, um, what is very different what you can do with ayurveda at the moment now here in europe uh, and in india because in india ayurveda is basically uh, they do also surgeries so you know it's like a basically you know um surgeries um um on on patients and, and on an ayurvedic way while here we can't do that yet it's not you know it's all the regulations and it, yeah that's basically not yet so but in the practice um when you when you are assigned to certain um you know treatments then there are treatments for example nausea uh which is uh, oil um applied into the nose or into the ear these are really helpful with, with for example, sinus uh, issues or allergies uh, to opening up, you know, the, the canals uh, connecting the, the ear, throat and the nose. Um, yeah, and then the, then the dry massage uh, with, with uh, herbs uh, is also very good. And then, yeah, there are a lot of, meditation 
um, types, like for example, pranayama, which is a breathing exercise, which can be really, really helpful for patients. And let's not forget yoga, um, because yoga and Ayurveda are like sister sciences, they call them. So um, once um, one of my professors said that basically Ayurveda is the science and yoga is the practice. So that's how they go in hand in hand. Um, and for each, you know, there are some um, um, uh, doshas that uh, are certain yoga positions are very good for them and to help them with the, with the balancing of their doshas. So, yeah, the list goes on and on. <laughs> Yes, it's not like it's on. It's also interesting the difference you mentioned from, of, of course, where Ayurveda is from and India, where it's uh, much more poorly used than what is uh, the use in the Western world. And yes, because there, basically, there, uh, an Ayurvedic practitioner or doctor, uh, they study the same way as here in the West, the the medical students. So it's 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 five to six years. Um, of studying and that includes a lot it's it's of course it's anatomy you know and and all the herbs but um i wanted to mention this because i i i kind of find it really really interesting that it also has um cosmology so astrology uh is a very very important uh part of ayurveda um because even from that um you can see uh, tendencies to certain disease of a person or what they should be, you know, really uh, careful with doing or not doing uh, throughout their lifespan. Then um, there is also color, color therapy. There is also um, uh, gemstone therapy, for example. So certain gemstones can help, uh, you know, with the energies um, of the body, um, so yeah, it's 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 such a big um, holistic system that um, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, life is enough to study all of it, um, and then there is also psychology. Um, yeah, so it's it's quite it's very interesting. <laughs> It is. Yeah, it sounds super. It's also so interesting that it's very similar to Chinese medicine, where um, it was stripped a lot of its more spiritual component, like astrology, like, um, I mean, working with more, um, yeah, the spirit sense. And there yeah. are also some um, acupuncturists now that work with astrology and look first at your chart and then uh, look at the tendencies you're having. Thank you. Coming back more yes, even yeah. Ayurveda because me personally I did not know about that part of Ayurveda before I started uh, studying and before I started studying I read quite a lot uh, but my main you know focus was the cooking because that's how I got into Ayurveda through a cookbook <laughs> and um, but yeah i i do find it interesting and i think um that's why you know uh, these eastern um studies they they started off very much not just looking at one part of a person but 
it's the whole holistic and 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 um, it's very important because disease can start off by just being stressed uh, you know, you can be very healthy, you can do go to the gym, uh, you can eat, you know, whole, whole foods. Uh, but if, if you don't feel okay, uh, with yourself, you are under stress, you know, um, you're not happy with your relationship. Um, and, you know, you don't have time to relax and, and pamper yourself. These can actually, um, after a while, of course, can uh, really kick you out of balance. So it is important to know the person's thoughts or, you know, how they are doing in their life, not just looking at, oh, you know, you have a rash. Okay, let's just apply. Um, this paste on it and off you go because that rash is there for a reason um, and it might not be that they scratched it it's because either you know they are stressed out and they are going through some hard times and their body is you know sending those red lights out there that something is not okay and it's the other way around with good you know with calming good thoughts with meditation um, um and that you know good energy that you you send out there um to the universe uh you can heal yourself um on a physical and mental level yes <laughs> amen to that <laughs> it's also what you mentioned what i love about the holistic um yeah. and medicine is that we have actually the luxury the time to uh, talk with uh, patients so much more in-depth which uh, yeah. a lot of western medicine practitioners unfortunately they don't have the luxury anymore they are very on a very tight schedule to treat mm -hmm. people even though their intentions might be very good but it's just yeah yeah it, it's it's exactly that because um if you go to ayurvedic uh, the very first consultation it will be at least one hour uh, the reason being is because, um, you know, we want to get to know you. Um, and I, by saying that, I mean, you know, we really want to talk to you, um, get the feeling, you know, how you are. Even from the, the tone of the voice, you can already tell sometimes someone's dosha. It's really funny. Or the way they talk, you know, are they really fast talking or they're slower or, you know, they are just jumping from one thought to the other. This, this, this can be indications for certain doshas already. Um, and then after your first visit, um, the, the practitioner usually um, wants to see you on a regular basis, um, you know, after a month or it depends of course um you know uh, the concerns you have uh, or after three months so it's kind of a almost like a relation you're building a relationship with your customer customer who is basically your patient at this moment um and and really being there walking with them through that process because it is a process it's not a quick fix so um 
you know, all the herbs or the, the Ayurvedic medicines that you get, uh, uh, it's, it's not something that will work overnight um, because we have, we have a kind of a saying that, you know, each tissue, each tissue takes um, seven weeks um, to, to um, regenerate, let's say. So basically, you know, you need to take those herbs on a daily basis for months um, to really see the, the, the result because they need to work. Uh, they, they don't just jump in there and do the work and then you're done because it is a process. It's, it's, a, it's a process. Um, Thanks so much for mentioning that because yeah. we are so used uh, in our world to just take a quick pill and then, oh yeah, the pill yeah. is gone. <laughs> But the root cause is usually not gone and it's going to show up somewhere else. And I think really we have to honor again our healing process and our tremendous, uh, magnificent body that is uh, with us in this healing process and that it needs to take, that it takes time to do. Yeah. Healing. And sometimes, you know, when, when you, when you, when you start off uh, doing, you know, um, taking the, the, the Ayurvedic herbs and medicine and you start off, you know, changing your diet a bit, you might sometimes feel that you are getting a bit worse. This happened, uh, not quite often, but I know it happened. It happened to me too um, when I went to an Ayurvedic doctor and, and I had to, you know, I started, I had to change a couple of things and, and started taking some medicine. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I had to call and I was like, I'm really not feeling well. And I'm having these rashes on my skin. And, and, and then he was like, you know, this is a healing process. Your body is getting rid of all the, the, the toxins that's been there for a long time. So before, sometimes before getting better, it gets a bit worse or it's a bit uncomfortable because you know it's it's a process it's it's not like as you say a quick fix um for the the symptom but it's we are healing the cause not the symptom um and this is very important in ayurveda that's why we want to you know when you look at the questionnaire it's like almost like an interview you know asking all these questions about your background and all that but actually it's for the reason so we do know the roots of you and then it's easier to find the, the root cause rather than just oh you have a headache okay this is the herb is great for headache but why do you have that headache is it because you know you've been eating you know very heavy greasy food um or or is it for another reason so this these are the questions that an ayurvedic practitioner always you know asks um because yeah once you have the cause the root cause then then it's much easier um to to start the healing process yes and, and of course it's going to be more effective yeah Yes, definitely. And what are some of the diseases you see a lot coming back in the clinic where you say, oh, this is Ayurveda is just really good at treating this? 
I can now, obviously, digestion is one of the big things I could pick out, but there's so many other things also. Yeah, so, well, it's, it's, it's a big variety of many things, but I think, um, and probably it's because of, you know, uh, what's happening right now around the world. Um, a lot of, lot, I see a lot of people with um, indigestion um, and also stress-related um, digestive issues and skin. Uh, a lot of eczema, a lot of redness and psoriasis and uh, irritated uh, red skin, children, adults, um, you know, all age range. Um, and it's also quite stress related. It's, it's funny also because if you look at the doshas, um, and this goes back to my studies also, uh, because my professor, she... Um, she is originally from Sri Lanka and she said when she moved here to the UK um, and she started you know having um, patients and she said suddenly she, she she had so many pizza type people coming to her whereas back in India there was quite a lot of kapha and vata but not much pizza so um and then it was quite interesting her observation she said it's because um unfortunately in the western world people you know it's it's a very fast face um life you know it's it's everybody's working it's business it's it's a lot of travel it's a lot of movement it's uh it's very fast 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 you know, um, massive consumption, you know, all the, all the stuff that actually um, um, aggravates that stressful environment. And, and that's, that's, that's one of the, the you know, uh, imbalances of pita when, when you start to have, you know, skin rashes, um, um, uncomfortable feeling with the digestion, burning feeling, um uh, diarrhea for example one of the big uh indications so so yeah i would say probably everything that is stress related is now the most common and of course um i want to mention also um fertility i think it's a big thing right now and it's also not female but it's also male part uh, that actually are quite i see it more common coming but uh, yeah. again most of it can be stress related um but yeah those are those are things that you really have to look you know dig yeah in deeper yeah um, yeah there is a yeah. lot as you said in the western world but i what I do love about uh, these times that are kind of very tumultuous, but at the same time, people really going back to um, these, like uh, slowing down their life and really thinking about what is important in my life and taking up lifestyle um, methods like deep breathing or yoga or meditation practice to uh, cultivate more the inner calmness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's also important, you know, I mean, you know, most of us are all remote working, home working. 
and um, back in the days when you know it was also homeschooling um, it's important for our children to see you know the routine that we follow um, and even my son, you know, he knows, you know, when his throat is a bit itchy, mommy, I need to drink ginger tea. And he, because he hears me, he knows me, I'm making it. And, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, I mean, young children are anxious and they are full of energy, but sometimes to win them down, it's nice to, you know, just teach them some breathing exercise, which is super easy. Just breathe in, hold it in, and then breathe out and relax. And, you know, there are millions of videos out there that are just amazing to follow with, you know, with yourself or with your partner even, or the whole family or, or you know, or just the children. So uh, I'm grateful for the, the you know, um, the internet and and all these apps and tools because i think it's brilliant that you know we have access to them um and yeah i mean why not to make use of them and if, especially if they have which i do truly believe they do um then we should just you know go for it and there are so many things out there, as you say, you know, Chinese medicine or, or Ayurveda, uh, they, they all have the same roots, really. Um, and they all help. So we have a variety to choose from. And, you know, you can combine. I combine it. I do. I go to acupuncturist time to time. It's brilliant. Um, and I even tried the Chinese um medicine which is very 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 uh powerful very good very helpful um so and then i combine it with ayurvedic herbs and and that's helpful too so you know um just play with it um and it is a journey it's, it's an interesting journey really um it's like you know when you go for vacation you know it's 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 a process it's it's, it's not just um second of vacation but it's like a week or two and each day is beautiful for different things so um i think that's that's what i love about ayurveda that's um there's always something you know that you find uh that you want to try out or 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 sometimes you know some things for example with yoga i never liked yoga before because for me it was just boring i'm like why would i just you know I like more energetic uh, workouts, and uh, but now um, I got into it last year for a month. I did a kind of a yoga uh, class. Um, I just I'm like, wow, I I love it, you know. It's also the type of yoga. Of course, there are millions out there, um, but that's why I say, you know. Uh, not saying experiment with it, but but try it out and see how how it makes you feel. Um, and it's okay if you know it's it's not the right choice for you, but at least you you know that it's out there, uh, and I'm pretty sure it will help. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and before we wrap it up, I have one more question for you. What is one thing? you learned in your journey with Ayurveda that you can recommend to people that they can try out at home 
that will just improve their health and can be any tip like you already mentioned a lot of things actually previously or it can be a breathing exercise that you share with us anything so uh, but one thing that everybody can do, and I actually, I would, I would highly recommend it because it's really, really uh, great. And it's also, it's a bianga, which is called a self-massage. And it's super easy. Um, you can do it with any oil. Uh, we usually recommend uh, sesame seed oil um, or coconut oil. Uh, for pitta types, coconut oil is great because it's cooling, uh, or olive oil, even, or even sunflower oil. Uh, really up to you what you have at home, and probably one of these you have in your kitchen counter. Um, warm it up in a little bowl, uh, not too hot because you don't want to burn yourself, right? Uh, and before showering, just, and this is a pampering session that. It's so good to have after a long day at work. Um, go to the bathroom, lock yourself and say, I'm not available for half an hour. And just take the oil and nicely massage circular movement. First, starting from your feet up to your um, legs. Uh, circular massage around your knees, joints, you know, do the same for your arms. Uh, then your belly, then your back, if you can reach it <laughs> somehow, or you can, you know, you can, you can ask uh, your partner or, or a friend if they are home to help you with that. And then just leave the oil on for half an hour, take a book or drink a nice warm tea and just wait for the oil to kind of sink into your skin. So this way, it's gonna hydrate your skin, but it's also calming your mind because warm oil is calming. It's really, it is really calming. And after half an hour, go have a nice hot shower. Just stand under the hot shower. Try not to wash off the oil with shower gel. Of course, use shower gel in the areas that you want to. And then you will see Stand under the hot shower as long as you feel. I, I promise you, you will not want to come out because it's just going to be so indulging. And so just it's, it's like a spa ritual at home, really. And then after the shower, um, you will see your skin's going to be very nice and soft. Um, and you will feel so calm and you will sleep like a baby. I'm telling you. <laughs> So that's, that's one of the things, um, I'm not saying every day, but I try to do it every day. And I, yeah, it's just so good. And it's already, you know, it's one thing that you already done for yourself and for your well-being. It doesn't cost a lot of money because these oils are there at home. Of course, you can purchase nice, you know, um, herbal oils or, or herbal any oils with some nice scent that's even nicer because then you will you know inhale that nice aroma um but yeah um i think abhyanga is one of the key things that uh when it comes to self-healing self-pampering i would definitely advise um, oh my god i love it <laughs> i'm gonna do this tonight <laughs> 
Yeah. You can sit in the morning too, of course, but you might want to go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you need to have a nap for lunch, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. But yeah, and then follow up with a nice warm tea or a nice warm um for the evening. Uh, it's advisable um to drink a nice warm cup of milk, uh plant-based or or you know, any milk that you like. Um with a, a bit of honey and then you have a lovely sleep or a nice tea you know a nice calming tea um yeah oh that, that's so nice it was so nice to reconnect to you if i really oh yeah i enjoyed it so much <laughs> <laughs> i love learning about ayurveda it's really yeah and yeah. so much wisdom from you and inspiration also inspiration <laughs> well you know and there is so much i could go on and on and on because there is so much to talk about yeah. Uh, yeah i hope it helped or at least it gave a bit of a taste of ayurveda yes um, and definitely if people want to connect to you so you are based in london and you're seeing people um that are in the area because i'm just wondering do ayurvedic uh, consultants ever treat uh, just over zoom or yeah so uh i am going live <laughs> in terms of you know going live soon so yes i'm gonna i'm doing consultations in person uh in london around the area where i live but um i'm setting up a online consultation too so i'm gonna be doing that actually i already done couple um, um with other countries so yeah, I'm happy to um, you know help anyone who's interested in. Uh, I'll yeah, I have the website so and the email address. Yes. Um, so really, any questions regarding Ayurveda or or you know if you would like a consultation, uh, yeah, I'm happy to help really uh, and set you off the journey. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much i will pop it in the show notes thank yeah. you so much thank thank you. You. yeah thank so enjoy the day again thanks a lot for your wisdom <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're welcome it was really nice talking to you hopefully soon again and yeah have a lovely day everyone and you too if you would like to learn more Sign up to my Facebook or Instagram account and check out my services on TaoWisdom.info.